morning. Good morning. Um, I, I just want to say very quickly, um, all of you, welcome to the Steve and Captain Evil podcast. We have not uh, done that in a while. Then we had a, a, a very interesting comment that comment that I would like to address. Uh-oh. Um, it's a good one. Oh, For, it is? You know, no, I just want to let remind people that if you are coming to this podcast to see me do stand-up or just be funny, that uh-huh. is not at all what this podcast is. At all. This podcast is Oh, a, were they hating on me saying I'm not funny? Because well, that's usually what it is. Yeah, they were like, you know, I, you know, when, when she joined the act. And it's like, th- this isn't an act. <laughs> this, is, this is a... A conversation, a uh-huh. weekly conversation about life, about our marriage, about husbands and wives, about um, our day-to-day struggles as husband and wives. Yeah. Um, a weekly update of what we've been doing. The behind the joke. Behind the joke. Uh, we also talk about raising our children and the, the ups and downs of, of uh, being parents. Um, we talk about the business of comedy too. Balancing our careers and our lives. So this is not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think we find ourselves being funny throughout the podcast. And I think people like that, right? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what, then in that case, I want to say thank you to the ladies who send me such sweet messages because I've actually been getting a lot of messages. They don't say that I'm funny, (laughs) But, but they say that like they just discovered you because of TikTok or wherever they found you. And then it turned them onto the pon- podcast. And I've been hearing from people who are binge watching the podcast and loving it and laughing. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm really, really loving. And, and I think, again, you know, Renee and I do not have a TV show. Are we working on one? Yes. Um, but this is kind of our reality show. It really is kind of our, our sit down every week, go through our week, yeah. talk about the ups and downs of our marriage and, and the struggle. So if it's our therapy session, really, it really is. It really is. It really is like a, like a, a therapy session. And it, it does make me very, very happy. Um, that people do say, wow, you know, um, somebody said, I love y'all's love language. Oh, you know, I read that and, comment and, too. Our very aggressive love language. Yes. She said, yes, very aggressive love, language. aggressive love language. And we do have an aggressive yeah. love language. And I think, I think most people do because being in a marriage is not easy. Yeah. Right. So, um, again, just addressing the fact that if you're coming here because you're expecting me to do stand up, that come to the shows. Yeah. That's when I do stand Oh, I always tell people too, when they say I follow the podcast and I'm, or I found you guys on, find, found you on TikTok and I, they tell me they're going to a live show. I'm like, you are in for a treat because if this is what you know of Steve Trevino or clips are what you know of Steve Trevino, seeing him live is the best. Just live is sit well, there in a theater and just like, or in a, in a comedy club and laugh for 45 minutes, an hour straight is like the best. Well, and, and you know, very quickly because we could not do this podcast without our sponsors yes. and we started off with Miss Dora, our only eyelash sponsor. <laughs> and now Aztec Chevrolet. I gotta call those guys because we're we're sprucing up the um, Sprinter van mm-hmm. and, and because of the fourth, I have not been able to follow up. But um, to the guys at Aztec Chevrolet and ladies, we love you, we thank you. Aztec Chevrolet, give those guys a chance. And of course- Oh, did you see the comment that someone said they named their dog Aztec? Yeah, they named their dog that was Aztec. so cute. Um, so they're always going to think of us, <laughs> but the, um, uh, pick cherries, of course, yes. download pick cherries and listen to podcasts like never before. And then our friends at old salt coffee, 
oldsaltcoffee.com, Trevino10, and you will be helping us help veterans because it is a veteran-owned company, and they're giving us a dollar for every bag of coffee that you buy. Someone if asked you, me, they said, the, they were like, what is this thing you're doing with the coins? Yes. So we are going to get a list. Oh, I already have some that we need to mail out. Okay. So I got to give those to Rick. Those are coming out. But if you get a subscri- monthly subscription, we send you a challenge coin, and there's only 1,000, and we've already done about eight or nine or 10 that we have to ship out. So, and then forgive us for shipping out uh, a little late because we're trying to figure out a better system, but they are coming. So thank you so much. Um, this is, uh, ooh, we forgot to turn on that light. Oh, I'll get it. Yep. Thank you, love. Is that better? Ooh, I, I don't know if that's better, but um, this is kind of a, I was thinking about, okay, what do we want to talk about this week? And we have so much to cover. So much, so much to cover. <laughs> I, I just I, I wanna I, I, I want us to talk about I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I know and, and I gotta tell you, love, like it, you know it, it, we are growing as a, in a really in our relationship. Yes. And and you know, first of all, I don't even know how to get, begin to talk about it, so I will just throw out what happened. Uh-huh. Okay. Renee and I are are very big difference in personalities. Yes. Right. I was going to say, I learned a lot about myself this week. Well, you know, Renee is a, a, if we're going to have people over, I want it to be perfect. It has to be perfect. I want quality time with people. And I I am a machine gun. Mm -hmm. I want everything all the time. Everybody coming over, everybody hanging out. I don't worry about the details. I just want to have fun. And, and, you know, before we get there. I was going to say, even right now, I'm interested in how you articulate it. Versus how I articulate well, the situation. You know, as, as life goes on, you know, I mean, there are so many people, and I'm just one of those people that I guess because I was a gypsy and uh, I always did what I wanted, that, that I found myself in very close relationships with people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Frank, for example, my, my older cousin, admired him growing up. He was my older cousin. Um, we were roommates for two years where we were together almost I didn't every... realize that. How well, did I miss that? It, he was still living with You mean with you his... crashed on his couch for two years? No, no. He crashed on my couch <laughs> for two Frank years. Frank crashed on your couch for two yes, years? Yes. I... I'm so sorry, but there's a baby deer right out the window with little spots. It's so tiny. And it's... Oh, oh. It just did a big jump. It's called a fawn, honey. It's a fawn. A fawn. Um, sorry. So Frank slept on your couch for two years. Yes. I used to tell Frank, I'd be like, hey, Frank, uh, why don't you get your own apartment, dude? You're here every day. And he's like, why? I got one. And I don't have to pay rent. <laughs> right? um, so Frank and I were, were very close. We still are very close. We're very similar, me yeah. and Frank. Um, and, and I just, we, we just haven't had that opportunity. You know what I learned about him this weekend that I did not know? He, he has a, he, a therapist, like a degree. Yes, he has he's a master's a, he's degree. He's a master's to be a therapist. And I, I told him this weekend after they said this, I was like, oh, that's why you love me. Because you come over and you psychoanalyze Steve and I. And you really feel for me. I had no idea. Not this for you. Time, it feels for me. psychoanalyzing um, me. No, but, but you know, Frank is somebody that, that I had become very close to, who I admire, who... Me and him are very similar people. We just, we just because of career and life, we we're, we're not able. And I feel like because of COVID and because things are in fast forward now, there's a lot of those relationships 
because I work on the weekends that I, I just haven't been able to. That really um, fell by the wayside unintentionally. Right. You know, totally. um, Tim and Clarissa and I mean the Kim and Tito. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. I don't want to forget anybody, but if they're not coming to the shows and, and even now that's the, that's the scary part is that even now when they come to the shows, they have to share me with everybody, you know, before we would go to Vegas and it was, it was kind of quiet and I would do the shows and then afterwards we would have quality adult time, Yeah, you know? And, and so even now, if they come to the show, the only way you get quality us time is if you come to the house, Yeah, you know? So it makes it, and even my, my sister, you know, Victoria, who, who has no soul and, and a black heart, she was like, I was so fucking mad at you and you didn't call me for a month because my sister and I, we talk every week. Yeah. You know, we're very close. We talk all the time just to touch base, just to laugh, just to find out what's going on. So even, even my, my relationship with my sister and her girls, you know, had, had fallen by the wayside, yeah. you know. Um, Roland and Whitney. I mean, you know, Roland and his dad. I haven't seen his dad and hung out with his dad in forever. Yeah. You know, Roland and I used to go to the ranch together and, and spend time together. And we, we just haven't. So, you know, when when we were not throwing a party this weekend, um, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, we had planned. It was just supposed to be the two of us and Frank and Lucy uh-huh. and their daughter, Brooke. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, you know, Roland's like, hey, man, our plans fell through. Do you care if if we come? And I'm like, well, of course not. I miss you. Yeah. Like, please. And then Victoria. So they pulled an RV and they parked in the back on the back property in their RV. Cousin Eddie showed up right in his RV. Shader's full. Um, and then my sister was like, hey, you know, we'd like to go up there for for um, Fourth of July. And then Pat and Monique, who I've been friends with forever, uh-huh. you know, they were like, well, we're coming to Texas that weekend. So we ended up with all these people uh-huh. all week. And I, in my head, I thought it was just five days, not, well, not just five days, but I was like, I'm going to have guests for five days. Like I was gearing up. I was gearing up. I finally counted this morning and I was like, Oh, it was seven days of guests. Like we, we straight seven days. We had seven days of guests and Renee and, and you can jump in here, but Renee gets yeah. anxiety. Renee, Renee, Renee doesn't like. I, I, we grew up very different. Do you know what you, know? you always articulated as like, I don't like people. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, and I realized this week, it's not that I don't like people. It's that for you, well, one, like I hear you, you're only, it's very rare you get a weekend off and that's what jives with most people's schedule. So your opportunity to spend time with these people is limited. It's like a small window. And so I've prepared in our years of marriage, I've prepared myself for the fact that when you are home for a weekend, it's going to be nuts. Like that's just how it's, how it's going to be here. But you like an audience. And I, I don't realized like, that this audience. week. No. Yeah, they, they are your audience. But, but that is, and I, I don't mean to say it's like an ego thing. So I'm, no, I, I take I, it back. No, I like people around. That's energizing for you. Yes. Yes. The, the, the audience, the people is energizing. I for like you. to have drinks with just them. What do you mean? I, I want to have drinks and play cornhole and hang out and have laughs with just them. Yes. But it's always the more, the merrier yes, and the, the, the crowd is energizing for you. For me, I'm white. Like I'm, I'm tapped out. It's not that I don't enjoy well, people's you, company. It just doesn't, I, I guess, I guess I'm an introvert in that way. And you're an extrovert in that way. In that 
it doesn't give me more energy. It makes me more tired. Well, but you get anxiety. I saw, I see the anxiety. And then when you get the anxiety, then you, 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 you lash out. And what I'm trying to say is that this weekend you were so amazing and so sweet. And for the, you know, for the, I shouldn't say first time, but for the first time I felt like, like you were like, you know what? I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my anxiety aside and I'm going to be there for Steve because I know Steve wants this weekend. I know he enjoys it, but I want you to know that for me, yeah, it made me appreciate you so much more. Yeah. And it made me go, Hey, now I want to give you something. Yeah. And in the past you would be grumpy. You would have anxiety. You would get upset about something. And then I would just go, well, fuck man, what's her problem? And, yeah. and man, she's pissing me off and I'm over here trying to have a good time and she's over there being grumpy. And then it just leads to me going, well then fuck it. I don't want to do something for her then, you know? Yeah. And then this weekend, because you were so amazing, and so giving and and there was a moment there was a moment where you were about to lose it yeah and, and but we both did a good job yeah right yeah, of yeah, me yeah. going how can i help you what yeah what can i do to help you what's giving you the anxiety and you were like well i'm trying to make this charcuterie board right and if you could just help me do that and it is for fourth of july uh -huh. then i'll be happy i'm like okay yeah, because yeah. you you think that it's like me wanting to do everything is what stresses me out. And it's like, no, actually, that's the part of entertaining and people that I enjoy. I love putting out a good spread. I love making the red, white, and blue Rice Krispie treats. Like, that's the fun part of it for me. And if so, if you can help me so that I can do those things, then that's nice. I so enjoy that. Marriage-wise, it was a very successful weekend. You know what? I also feel like part of when we have guests like that for so long is that I also don't get a minute to myself, I feel like. And I think that if I... No, I helped you do think, that too. Yes. You know, where I go, hey, we woke up, I think it was Friday morning. Uh -huh. I go, get out of here. Just go. Yeah. You want to go do your nails? You want to go shopping? Like, everybody understands. Nobody's upset. If you want to get up and go spend Friday... Most of the day to yourself, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise and, I feel like I'm stuck at home for seven days straight at the whim of like what everyone else wants to do because you're hosting and entertaining. And it's like, if I can just, if I can get an hour in the morning to exercise, you know, or even 30 minutes in the morning to exercise, that's like huge. But but it, it you being so good and so nice to me this week made me then send you text messages like, hey... I know it's stressful. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you. And I feel like in the past, you would let the anxiety take over. You would get upset. And then I would just be like, well, screw it. Yeah. Right. Screw her. Screw it. Now we're in a funk. Right. But I and, think, and I, I think too, what was helpful was that like you saw, you saw the struggle on my side. It's not that I don't want these people here. It's not that I don't want to make my husband happy. It's just, a, it's a lot. No, you love me. our friends and, and, yeah. and you know, you, you are so good to our friends and, and they love you and blah, blah, blah. You just get anxiety with the people. I love the people. Yeah. I love all of it. I love to, I realize that's why I think our marriage works. And I told you that but, this weekend is that 
the introvert in me, when we're in social situations and there's lots of people, I don't have to be on because you fill that role. And so I can just kind of stand there and smile and be nice. And that feels more comfortable. But, but to address you saying that I want an audience, it's not that I want an audience. Let me, let me say one of the things that I really, really enjoy. I love sharing this with people. Yeah. You know, there's a moment where I step back and I saw these kids in the pool and I saw my sister in the pool and I saw everybody having a good time at our house, whether it was on the playground or in the barn, yeah. playing pool or whatever. I'm like, that's why I do it for others. And I love that too. That's you know? why I love Easter because it's one day, <laughs> Easter Sunday, you go to church in the morning, you show up at my house at a certain time and everyone kind of leaves by the end of the day because you got school the next day. Like I like it in spurts. No, no. I, seven I, I, day stretch is a marathon. No, no. Maybe. I get, I, I just enjoy, I really enjoy sharing what I've done with friends and family. Yeah. Right. I really yeah. love having people over and going, Hey man, I live a really cool life. Yeah. I would like you guys to experience that. Yeah. I would like you guys to be a part of this really cool life that I've created here. This house is amazing. The land that we live on is amazing. The barn is amazing. The chicken coop's amazing. Yeah. I would like to share that with y'all, you know? So a lot of it is, is me also saying, man, come, come check this out. Like, I think it's cool. And then, and then to hear them go, this is awesome. Steve, like, why would you ever leave? It's like a vacation, you know? Um, And you're like, exactly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, Frank, you know, Frank was there. Man, I mean, I'm 18 years old with my own apartment, right? Yeah. Trying to do stand-up. I was doing, I didn't, you know, Frank always talks about his college graduation party I did stand up at his college graduation party. Did you really? Yes. What jokes did and, you tell oh at his God, college graduation remember. party? But Frank was like, Frank was like, dude, you got because man, I, we had a karaoke machine, and I would do stand up, uh-huh. right? And then his ex wife would be like, hey, we want to hire Steve to come do stand up at our house, and I would. Would I take my little karaoke machine? <laughs> you know, I, I, I would do stand up, but, yeah. but 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 Frank was so encouraging of it, you know, and yeah, and I always say Frank's one of the funniest cousins. He is. He's hilarious. He's like, and he's so quick. Well, that was funny because all you girls that were that were married to us uh-huh. were like, y'all are all disgusting. <laughs> you guys all have a dick joke coming. Everything yeah. is sexual. What did, what did Lizzie like, say? Lizzie's like, it was funny when he's young. Now he just sounds like a dirty old pervert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lucy, you and Lucy are the same because y'all both sit there and you go, Frank. And then Renee, Steve. But they have this huge smile on their face. Like that was inappropriate, but hilarious at the same time. Steve, Frank. Like that's how you would hear. You know, neither one of you would get up and leave. Neither one of you would be like, don't ever do that again. But every time, Frank, Steve. I mean, there was probably 50 innuendos, dick jokes. I mean, you you name it. They would say something and me and Frank were like, boom. And then (laughs) they're like, Frank, Steve. Um, But, you know, I I just, I want to make sure that on this podcast, I also praise you for really giving me an amazing weekend and doing that for me. You know, and you going, and, and, and us growing in our relationship to go, for you to be able to go, hey, this is what Steve wants. And I'm going to help him 
accomplish that. Yeah. Right. And then in the, and, and then in return, I was able to give you that Friday and go, Hey, I'm going to give you this Friday and give it back. Yeah. Right. And I think that when we were, when we were nice to each other's needs this weekend, we were a much better couple. Also what helped us like, on top of it all, we were body training Delilah <laughs> and that was important to me and like staying committed to that and not just throwing in the towel because we had all these people was really important to me. And I felt like you stepped up on that too. Like I, the response I expected from you, I really expected you to say, why did you do it this week? And you chose to do it this week. Cause you knew I had plans and I wanted to have fun. Like I expected you to lash back at me. No, I backed you up. And, I backed you up. and the fact that you were like, didn't complain and you were willing to jump and get on board. That really meant a lot Basically, to me Basically last week when it was said, important to me, Renee normally goes on strike and then we have fights. And then this week <laughs> she did not go on strike and we were so kind to each other. And I think, well, again, I think that there, there's, it, there, there's, it comes with growth, right? It's a rare occasion. <laughs> no, we got to do better. And, and, and I think that we learned from this weekend that we did do better. And, yeah. and not only did we do better, we, we were better yeah. towards each other. Yeah. We were better getting through the weekend. I mean, there was yeah. one night I did tap out. You, Steve set up a, a big screen outside and some of the kids were in the pool and some people were laying out in the yard and watched an outdoor movie. And as soon as you start that movie, I came up and I whispered in here. I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm but, going to the bedroom. I am but that's done. the thing about me. Like the whole, the whole weekend, I didn't stop moving. I set up the movie. I, you know, I went to the barn. I set up the 150 inch screen in the yard. Yeah, I, I love it. Like I yeah. enjoy working. I enjoy going. Hey guys, <laughs> Delilah's Uh-oh. losing her shit. I, I love going. Hey, I have this 150 inch screen. I have this awesome projector. Yeah. I set it all up like a movie. We put blankets on the the grass. Which, by the way, my grass is perfect. But, but, you know, and we set up the, you know, we all watched the Sandlot. Yeah. Right. Dad came out. Dad sat out there. I didn't get to watch the movie. I made 50 bags of popcorn, <laughs> you know, uh, all weekend. Yeah. But I, I, I'm just, I think the main part of this episode that we're talking about is that me and you were able to adjust. And, and because of that, we were a better couple. Yeah. You know, and, and I just want to thank you for for finding it in your heart to go, okay, I'm going to step it up. I'm going to be nice. Yeah. I'm not going to let the anxiety take over. You know, I almost gave you a gummy. I was like, Hey, bite the leg, (laughs) bro. Bite the leg and just chill. Um, but it was just a, it was a a wonderful weekend. We went to Schlitterbahn twice in the Mm -hmm. seven days. Um, hung out with, again, really enjoyed. And what I really want to talk about too, Uh is I think part of the success of our marriage has, has been number one, we like to hang out with couples. Yes. Right? There's not single people around. We hang out with couples. And number two, I had a moment because we all went to go see Parker McCullum uh-huh. at Whitewater Amphitheater. And we rented a limo so that we wouldn't have to drive. Right. We got, and it was date night. We had the kids covered. My mm-hmm. sister was going to take care of the kids. We had the kids covered. It was date night. We all got in the limo, but er- I noticed every couple, like Joe Jackson and his wife, Casey, uh, Jeff and Jess, uh-huh. right? Uh, Rudy and Betty, um, um, Roland and Whitney, 
you know, all the couple, Frank and Lucy, all the couples that we hung out with really loved their wives. And, you know, there was a moment because, you know, uh, Joe's company has a box. Yes. And then next to his box is Adam's box. Uh Right. And they're also friends with us. But there was a moment. Sometimes I feel like me and you are the only ones that dance. Right. Me and you hear a song that we like and I want to dance with my wife. Yeah. And we always have this moment of me and you dancing together. I remember that night several times I looked around and every couple was holding their wives. Yeah. Every couple was together. I didn't think about it until you pointed it out. But yes, I would say if you look at those couples, it's an instance where you just they're like in love. Yeah. All of us are are not afraid to be in love with our wives. Mm -hmm. And I think that that you meet some couples or you hang out with some couples that they're, they're, they're just not in sync like, like we are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've surrounded ourselves with couples that are in sync, right? That are not afraid to be with their wives, that enjoy being there with their yeah. wives. You know, and then so at one point, and you don't know this, and I might embarrass Joe because Joe is nine foot tall and, and he look, me and him are the same body type except that he's six six. Right? I don't know. Is that He's how tall big he man. is? Yeah, he is. Very big man. Um, and Jeff's not a small guy. You know, no. I'm, the, I'm the little yeah. runt, you know, hanging out with him. Um, but at one point, I might embarrass him, but at one point, all you girls, because you guys love Parker, right? Mm-hmm. All you girls were up there watching Parker and you guys were, were, were hugging on each other and having drinks together. And Joe looks at me and goes, man, does that not make you happy? He goes, our wives are so happy right now. And I go, yeah, they are. I go, that's awesome. And, and you know, <laughs> Joe and I, all we cared about was bullshitting and having drinks. Yeah. You girls were totally into the concert. And then Joe and I were both feeling the same thing. Yeah. And the feeling of, look, our wives are having a great time. You know? Yeah. And then when the, the love songs came on, we'd all grab our wives and we'd all dance. Yeah. You know, together. And, and it was really cool for me to go, Oh, me and you are not the only ones dancing. Yeah. You know, because that happens a lot. We'll be in Vegas. A song comes on and we don't care where we are. Yeah. I'm going to grab you. We're going to dance. Right. Um, But, you know, I I think that that is also really healthy. And and our wives let us be big kids. Yes. Actually, and now that you say that, I think of all the men that you listed, you guys are all big kids. We're all big kids. <laughs> we're, we're dancing in the limo. We're walking by each other, heart. tapping yeah. each other in the nuts. You know, we're, we're, we're just big kids, uh-huh. you know, and you girls sit back and let us be big. I mean, Jeff was sweating up a storm dancing to. I think he uh, pole danced in pole the limo. Pole danced in the limo. And, 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 but I also think it's, it's really neat. Because I don't think uh, a lot of couples are lucky enough to have that. So I think that when, when couples like um, Whitney and Roland and, and Frank and Lucy see that, they go, oh, this is cool. But don't you also feel like it's something that comes with age? There's, is it like a comfortability? I don't know. I don't know what I don't it is. I mean, you've always but been that I, way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know we've always been that way, but did we, we didn't always hang out with couples. No, but me and you have always been together. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, when we found Jen and Jeremy, it was because me and you. We're hanging were, out together. We're partying yeah. together. Me and yeah, you yeah. were 
drinking together. Me and you had another cool couple, Mark and Laura, that like each other, that yeah. want to be together, that partied together. Yeah. You know, and I think that that attracts other people. Yeah. You know, to other couples. That but no go, swingers. No, yeah, no swingers. <laughs> we learned all kinds of things about pineapples and... and Leave the garage door open a crack. Like yeah, there's certain, apparently uh, there are certain signs. You want a hot tub? Yeah, no, we've been, we've yeah. learned all the tricks because uh, we've accidentally done some shit where we're like, oh yeah, no, we're not into That's that. That's what That's, we meant. Yeah, no, we, we go to church. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. No, no. Well, I pray. I do pray. Um, but, but, you know, it was just a, a, so that was Saturday night. We had planned it. We went to dinner. Yeah, it was right? nice. Um, big shout out to Paco over at Los Fontanas here in New Braunfels who, man, we got there and he had a spread It was so good. You need to, we need to send him a thank you again. He's the best. And yeah. he's just awesome. But, you know, we really, really enjoyed Saturday as couples, you know. Um, and, and then Rudy's like, hey, man, I got, I got the bus. I got a limo bus. I'm like, he's like, I'll take care of that. You take care of the tickets. I said, no problem. <laughs> Straight up city bus, like no leather seats, like literally a with speakers, and they put a crystal ball, a light ball. I think it was more of a like bachelor party parter bus kind yeah. of thing. If they would have called it trashy limo, that would have been perfect. <laughs> but I think Jess said it looked like someone had keyed the side of it. In the windows, in the windows, yeah. Uh. But, you know, poor, poor Rudy was like, hey, I got the limo. And don't get me wrong, Rudy, we're very thankful. <laughs> it was and, fun. And, and it, it was, was fun. It was fun inside. Didn't matter what <laughs> it, it didn't looked matter like what on the we outside. Were doing, it then, wasn't camo on the outside. Um, but, but again, everybody had such, you know, all the couples had such good energy. Nobody was arguing. Nobody was fighting, right? All the men looked like shit. All the women looked amazing. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think that there's that too, right, where... You know, and Rudy was dressed nice. Rudy always dresses. Oh nice. yeah, Ru- Rudy, Rudy dresses very nice, but we don't. <laughs> um, I had I had my American uh, American flag tank top and yeah. you know, but but again, I I think it's it is, you gotta find those couples that are on the same page. Yeah, it definitely helps. You know, um, we had a blast. We had a blast, and and it turned out to be a great weekend for me. Yes. Thank you. And, and, and again, oh, and then let's talk about this for a second. Like, you know, you, you, I get so mad at fucking ghetto, dumb people. Oh, no. What well, no, happened? Look, do you think I don't want to do fire? I love fireworks. I love oh. them. But unfortunately for Texas right now, we are in the driest July we've been in in so many years. Yeah. I mean, when I tell you that the part of the, the grass on my property that I do not water, right? Because we're auto, we're also on water restriction. Yeah. I mean, you walk back there and it is crunchy. Yeah. I mean, it is like it's brown. It, it's ready to light on fire, literally. Yeah. You know, and our neighborhood is out in the out of the city limits. So, so we don't have city utilities. Yeah. So if you are allowed to fi- do fireworks, you can do them here. But it is dry. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, I, when I tell you people, it is so freaking dry right now. I mean, it is bad. Yeah. It is bad. I brought fire yeah. extinguishers just to have like one in the barn and one here at the house just because I felt like we probably need fire extinguishers. So Comal County, where we live in. 
said, look, you guys can do fireworks, but you can't do the big ones that shoot in the air. No rockets. No rockets. Nothing with a stick. Nothing, nothing with, with a stick. They were like, nothing with fins, right? Yeah. And, you know, of course I want to do fireworks, but I also don't want to burn somebody's house down. Yeah. Because right now you could burn, uh, uh, you know. Well, I saw that after last week's episode where you talked about being bummed about the burn ban. A couple of wives of firefighters chimed in and they were like, you guys have to realize, like, these are a lot of places, especially in rural communities, are volunteer firefighters. Right. And they were like, they're leaving the house like tons of times over the weekend to and, and, and our put issue, out fires. Our issue here is that we are far from a fire department. Yeah. Because we're out in the in the country and I have, you know, eight acres in the back plus the two and a half or three I have up here. And then there's a there's a property next to mine. Well, these fucking assholes are shooting firework after firework after firework after and I'm I'm like, look, you ghetto pieces of shit. Oh Steve. Like think about you're gonna burn somebody's house down. And then I mean the fireworks are popping right over my house where all my shit is brown, 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 you know? And I'm like, guys, what are you doing? And by the way, how do they not sit there and realize that they were the only ones? (laughs) Other 4th of Julys, you look outside and everywhere you look, man, there's beautiful fireworks popping. 4th of July, I'm looking outside, they're the only ones. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Last year in our neighborhood, we heard a lot. Oh my God, the whole place was lit up. You know, but I'm looking at the, I'm like, guys, what, what don't you understand about you? So then I call Comal County and I go, I go, I'm total Karen, (laughs) right? Total. I go, I go, Hey, I go, just to be clear, I go, I go, are fireworks allowed? And they were like, no, they're not. Yeah. Right. And they go, by the way, we don't have all the, we have several fire departments out putting out fires right now. Yeah. And these fucking assholes in my backyard, and I'm just like, do you think I, of course I want to do fireworks. <laughs> of course I do. But you have to do the right thing. You were so bummed about it. You came back to bed and you were so bummed. I was like, God, you fucking dicks. Yeah. Think of others. Right. And then what if, what if our back, our back property starts on fire? Yeah. By the time we get a fire department out here, what I'm going to be out there with a fire extinguisher, like an idiot. Yeah. You know, and thank God, thank God that we didn't have a fire. But I mean, these idiots are, 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 are doing three, $4,000 worth of fireworks back there. And I'm like, guys, come on. Yeah. Come on. I'm just glad nothing happened. So very frustrated. Um, with it. And, and again, it goes back to do the right thing. Did it feel weird yeah. to take a whole week off work? Like, are you written? Are you like Jonesen and need to get back on stage? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to get back on stage. Um, it was nice to have this, this week off with family to reconnect and, and man, I had a blast. I mean, I was in the pool every day. Yeah. We went to Schlitterbahn, you yeah. know, I mean, I had, I had a blast and it was a, it was a real good recharge for me, you know, and, and I, I very rarely, you needed it. You've been pounding the pavement. Oh man. And I very rarely anymore get drunk, you know? And so it was nice to, to get drunk in my backyard, be silly, be silly. Um, know that I was not, I could pass out like (laughs) Vegas 
Um, so it was nice to let loose. And, and it's funny because I have the watch and then the watch will tell me, um, it'll tell me if I'm, if my stress level's high. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, like, my, cause you're, it's monitoring your heart rate. Yeah, you moder- mean, or what moder- is it? Moder- moder- uh, mo- monitor. <laughs> I'm drunk oh right now. <laughs> that like, never happens to you. It, that was it, so funny. It monitors my my heart rate, uh-huh. and and it'll tell me like, hey, your stress level's high. Well, this week it never got high, so it was really cool. And then I uh, last night before I went to bed, I'm like, man, I'm I just realized like stress level hasn't been high. Uh-huh. I didn't get a warning. Yeah. So I looked, and you can see your whole week. Oh, the progress. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and I mean, I was on low stress. The whole week, and then I looked at the week before, uh-huh. where it was medium to high stress. Yeah. Right. So it was nice that that I just didn't feel um, a lot of stress this week. You know. You didn't take and any work calls either. I don't think really. We, we took very little work calls. I, you know, I called management. Yeah. I said, guys. I said, please, if it's not important, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then we did see Elvis. Oh yeah. What did yeah. you think? It was great. I, I loved it. I was not prepared for it to be that long with potty training Delilah. I was anxious to get back to the house because someone was watching her at home. Um, but it was great. I loved it. I mean, it's Baz Luhrmann. So Baz Luhrmann is like big and dramatic and colorful and I, flashy. I, you know, it's so, it's so crazy, you know, and, and again, for me, man, to find out that he died at 42 years old, that's crazy. And then, but, but what I'm saying is the impact yeah. that this man made on our culture, even now. In such a short time span. Even now. Like, yeah, in yeah. such a short time span. I mean, Elvis is iconic. Elvis is, you know, you can't even have sideburns without somebody going, what are you, Elvis? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, for me, I've always liked Elvis. Yeah. I knew Elvis's songs. Right. I did Elvis in a talent it's show. So You know what was really cool from the movie is that you always, and I don't know if it's because we go to Vegas often, but like I just associate Vegas with Elvis and all the bad Elvis impersonators in Vegas. And so to kind of put the pieces of the story together and understand, I, I didn't know why we associated Elvis with Vegas necessarily, but to finally right. connect to, those to dots. Connect the dot yeah. that, that he was the king of Elvis, right? I mean, of, of Vegas, Vegas, right? Yeah. And... I was also to, to just to take a step back, you know, I was so thrilled to be in a theater that was sold out. Oh, movies are back, baby. Well, at least in South Texas, cause it's so freaking hot. What else are you going to do? But there was do? an energy, right? When did we go? It was, um, Top was Gun. It? We went for Top Gun. No, no, no. What, what oh. day did we go? It was, uh, Sunday. I don't remember. When dad and Sarah got here. They got here on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. We went on Saturday. No, because we went to the... During the day. We went to the... Oh. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. Um, but, but we, you know, you went, there was an energy, oh. right? There was an energy about the theater. People yeah. were excited. Um, Elvis was sold out, right? And it, it just, it, for me, I love the movies. Yes. I love the movie experience. I like to get my popcorn, right? I like to mm-hmm. sit. So it was awesome. We got it all. The popcorn, the pretzel, the pickle. We did it all. But the movie, like, and just to, you know, I, I can't tell you enough how shitty this business is. Mm. Hollywood is the shittiest business. And, and, and the, the ways that they fuck you in this business 
never ends. I mean, I know all the ways that it happens. I wonder if there's other, I'm sure there's other businesses that are. I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. I'm still dealing with getting fucked. I'm, I mean, constantly from the comedy clubs and the theaters and the, the special, I mean, there's, they're, they're fucking you and it is. And, and then, you know, even, you know, Dave Chappelle said it in, um, in, um, inside the actor studio, what he, did he, goes, say? he goes, he goes, there's all these actors going crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's the business. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yes. I remember him saying that. Maybe it's the business. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's the way that, I mean, the, the machine oh operates. God, the things that I have, have, have had to overcome the ways that, and even today I sell tickets. Yeah. I'm still getting fucked, you know? And, and I, I try my very hardest to be nice, to not be a difficult artist, to not have a crazy green room, um, writer. Right. And then you sit there and you go, man, I, you guys keep, I keep being nice and you guys keep fucking me and I keep being nice and you guys keep fucking me. And yeah. it's like, at what point I'm going to lose my mind. You felt like Elvis. Yes. So when you're watching the movie and you go, here's the biggest fucking guy in the world. Yeah. And he's getting fucked. Yeah. And he's getting leveraged. Yeah. And they're, you know, it's the constant leverage. They're always trying to get fucking leverage. How do I take advantage of this artist? How do I convince this artist to do this? How do I convince this but do artist you think to that, do that? But do you think it still happens like on that level a lot where, I mean, this, here's a poor man where they're like pills to go to sleep after your show, pills to wake up for your next show, like around the clock. Well, that's what's so disgusting about it is, it's like, you know, when they say the show must go on. Yeah. Stab it, him with something and make him get on stage. Right. Like, it's the machine. They don't care about the human. They care about the machine. This guy makes us money. So let's do whatever the fuck we got to do yeah. to keep this guy on stage. So when I, I mean, it's a movie we saw. So you, I wonder, I'm so curious, like how, but, but how me, much is true? Me being in this business, I know it's true. Yeah. I know it's true. It happens to me. Fellow comedians that should be in re should be in rehab or should have had been in rehab. Yeah. Nobody says anything. The clubs don't say, Hey, let's stop booking this person. This person is sick. Yeah. This person's an addict. They don't, they don't stop. Yeah. They keep booking them. Turn the cheek. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know, the, you, you, the guy's coming in exhausted right? Worn out from the flights and the shows and the privates and the, and everybody just goes, Hey, you know, what do they need? Yeah. And it's sad, you know? So when, so when I was watching this, which by the way, you know, every, when you see the guy that plays Elvis, not playing Elvis, you go, is this guy going to pull off Elvis? Yeah. But then when, I mean, halfway through the movie, you're watching Elvis. The kid was phenomenal yeah i mean it was amazing to watch and then i mean before you know it you're like that's elvis right and then you realize and then you don't realize that you know i thought that it was elvis is awesome elvis is more awesome elvis is more awesome uh-huh. elvis is the king right that's how i thought yeah his career went and it didn't yeah you know, but again to see it play out alongside significant moments in history, because they do that in the movie. The yeah. assassination of Martin Luther King, the assassination of Kennedy is really cool for someone who didn't live through that time period 
to see how it's all interconnected. And and it was also, you know, really cool for me. You know, you hear a lot of, well, he stole um, black music. Mm-hmm. He didn't steal it. It was in him. Yeah. You know, he grew up in a, by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, oh, well. <laughs> if you haven't learned that. No, no, it's you know, beautiful. It's beautiful. I feel like watch regardless it, of what we're saying about the movie. You need to watch it. Um, there's no spoiler alert. Like it's there's the, no spoiler. Yeah, you know the story. It's just a beautifully about done movie. I I I did not know that he grew up in a black neighborhood. Yeah. I did not know the relationships he had with black artists. Yeah. Right. I was not aware of that. Yeah. People always made me feel like Elvis. Like people were feeding him um, black music. And he was just doing it. Yeah. Well, that wasn't what happened at all. Yeah. No, he, he was a musician in his bones. Yeah. He was a musician in his bones. He grew up. That was his influence. That's what yeah. he was around. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, him being white and, and handsome, I'm sure helped his, his Over sure. career. Yeah. But, but he did not set out to go, I'm going to steal this shit. Yeah. And I'm going to go blow it up. Yeah. Right? No, he was like, this is what I love. This is the music that I love. These are the people that I love. Yeah. And, 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 and he was just hugely influenced, you know? Yeah. But, but I mean, the movie was fantastic to learn about this general, whoever, Colonel Sanders or Colonel. Oh, I can't even remember his name now. Colonel yeah. Tom or whatever. His manager. And I looked it up. I, I wanted to see what he looked like. Tom uh-huh. Hanks did an amazing job. Yeah. Of, of portraying him, that guy. Yeah. Right. Um, but man, I love the movie. It, I'm going to warn you. I it, could watch it again, I think. I do want to watch it like, again. And like now that I've seen, had the whole theater experience, I would love to watch it again like in the comfort of my own home. And the only thing that, bo- the only thing that bothered me about the movie, and I'm going to get, uh, they're going to come at me, I know they are, is that they added modern music for the soundtrack. Yes, but I told you, it's because it's Baz Luhrmann. He did that when he redid Romeo and Juliet. Remember, it was like all modern songs and everyone at that time, everyone was like, oh my God, I love the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I, for me, it took me out. I mean, here you are watching scenes from the 50s. Yeah. And you have modern music playing over it. It just took me out of the scene. You I, know, I hear you. And I, I would have I liked it to stay more true to the era. Yeah. You know, um, so that I could, I don't know, the whole thing could make me feel like I'm there. Yeah. And it, it took me out. Of, I kind of just want to listen to the soundtrack. Like, I think I might just put the soundtrack and listen to it in the car and see how I feel about it. It was, I mean, it was just, you know, a, a really cool movie to watch and, and to see that the costumes. Well, and then you think about it, like, you know, after Elvis, right. Uh huh. You know, to lead into this eighties rock where the outfits were ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Elvis's outfits were fucking ridiculous. Oh, those but belts. You, There's some belts in the movie that he wears that I'm like, oh, I you, want one of those. Well, but you look at it and you go, well, that's Elvis. Yeah. He can do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with Prince. Prince would wear heels and you're like, well, you're Prince. Yeah. You know, rock stars. If you're a rock star, you can do certain things yeah. that, that, that we as... as you're some, a comedian, baby. You can wear platform shoes if you want. No one's going to stop you. Why they got to be platform shoes? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wear a onesie. I can't wear an Elvis... <laughs> Onesie with a big belt buckle. A leisure suit. Um, but it was awesome. It was really, really cool. And, and I, I highly recommend um, going to see Elvis. This week, um, we're actually leaving tomorrow. Yeah. To go to... Oxnard. Oxnard. 
Then, then we're going to San Jose. We're taking the family to Oxnard. Yeah. And then Renee is going on her girl's trip to I Nashville. am. I'm going to Nashville. You better Instagram the shit out of it. <laughs> the girls love it. Everybody loves it when you Instagram. By the way, I'm telling you, you want to see the behind the scenes? You want to see the more personal moments? Renee, I am Renee with an A. Okay. This girl you is the I one. You and I both get silly on Instagram. No, well, you know, it was funny. We get silly with each other on Instagram. We, we did Have that fun. video the other day that, that I thought was going to be funny. And I took it down because people were like, Steve, you're being mean. What did and you it, say that was for mean? For whatever reason, it came off as as mean, so I deleted it. Which one was it? I don't know. When you were doing the charcuterie board. <laughs> I don't um, remember. Remember, and I was like, hey. I remember you, you saying you deleted a video, but I didn't. I was you choose to do this, oh. and then you get mad at me for choosing to do it. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, that kind of, it's like, I deleted it. Because I'm like, you know, I want them to know that, you know, I, I pick fun. Yeah. But I don't want to be mean. And, yeah, and I'm not mean to my wife. Yeah, you know, and I'm actually very proud of you. We had a we had a wonderful weekend. Yes, thank you. Um, we did have a good weekend. But Oxnard almost sold out. Yeah, San Jose almost sold out. Then I go to the Mall of America. I have never been to the Mall of America. Is it like a is it like a thing thing? Like because th- I, I, I feel like malls are kind of dying out. You know. I remember as a kid. Well. You have to remember that where I'm going, there's brutal winters. So you want to be indoors. Inside a mall. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like um, South Texas, right? You, you know, people go, man, I, I went to the Grove in LA and they yeah. had this beautiful outdoor mall. It's like, well, because it's LA. Yeah. And the weather never is higher than 80, right? You can't do that shit in South, South Texas. Texas. Yeah. And you can't do it in up north because most of the time they're covered in snow, right? Yeah. So... Um, I'm, I'm so excited because I remember as a kid and maybe there was advertisements. Was there advertisements? Well, no, I remember growing up knowing about the mall of America. I don't know why, but like, yeah, it was, it's a, it was a thing. It was a thing. Right. And I've never been there. So I'm super excited. Oh, I didn't realize you've never been. I've never been to the mall of America. Have you, you've never performed in Minnesota before? I have performed in Minnesota, never at the mall of America. Oh. So I'm super Super excited yeah. to go out there. And then again, here's a market we've never done before. Yeah. Let's see how it does. That's like, you're going to Wichita and it's in a botanical garden. Like first, a first theater comedian. in a botanical garden. First comedian to ever do a botanical garden. And again, here I am, the guinea pig, right? <laughs> you know, I did Crystal Palace in Bakersfield. Yeah. Sold out four or five shows. Now all of a sudden comedians do Crystal Palace. Like they're the ones that started it. Have you have it's you done Wichita? We've done Wichita before, Never haven't done we? Wichita. No? Oh, okay. Never I'm thinking some places. So, I've been thinking of Wichita Falls. That's different. Yeah, we're doing Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah. Um, but we're doing Wichita, Kansas. Very excited about it. Uh, we are in a botanical garden, so we'll see. Even the, I did a radio interview and they were like, has anybody ever done this before? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but I love, I love, I love thinking outside the box. Yeah. I love figuring it out. Right. Yeah. Because I've had to. I want to take the kids to that one. I feel like that that could be fun. We can do I don't that. know. That's a sprinter van all day, Wichita. Yeah? Oh yeah, it's easy. Okay. It's an easy one. We can do that. You okay, but if you say easy. I think your interpretation Check. of easy How and mine is are Wichita, different. Kansas from here. Let's see. It's just past Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's a little baby state. To Check. Wichita, Kansas. Okay. 
Eight hours and 50 minutes. That's doable. It's like straight up. We just go straight up the map. I told you. How many eight hours? It says, yeah, nine out, nine hours by car. Told you. That's doable. That's doable. I told you. I know. After, after Pittsburgh, when you told me Pittsburgh was 15 hours and you ended up 22, I don't know if I trust you anymore. I might keep checking Google Maps for uh, a while, Steve Trevino. But did you die? <laughs> That's what I want to know. We haven't used that in forever. Did I die? No. But did you die? See, no, not. but Delilah almost did. Delilah almost killed me. Um, and then my diet out the window. Out the window. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July. Uh, that happens. And when you're feeding that many people, by the, end of the, by the end of the week, aren't you just like, no more meat? Like, no more hot dogs? No more hamburgers? No more food on a hot grill? <laughs> like, I just want a I cold was, salad. I ate so bad. I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not much of a, I don't do the sweets much. Yeah. Fucking, oh, I did a lot of sweets. Dude, you bought those things at Sam's. Salted chocolate caramel squares. Yeah. And, and you, they're not like little squares, y'all. They come in a tub at Sam's Club. The Members big. Mark brand. And they're they're a good chunk of a square. And they're delicious. Rich and, and Gigi got turned like, us on just to enough them. salt. I know. They showed them to me and I was like... I finally put them out for, I go, I opened them up and I'm like, Hey guys, fucking eat them. Because, <laughs> Get them out of here. <laughs> God, I'd walk by them and be like, oh, well, and then they're not that big, but they're also not, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. well, fuck it. Right. And then, so I, just, you know what got me was the rice crispy treats. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what it was about the Rice Krispie treats, but I probably had three or four Rice Krispie. But I'm going to get back on it. And, and I'm again, you know, I, I did have some comments where people go, you know, Steve, stop worrying about what you look like. Stop worrying about, you know, um, um, your health and fitness. Just live better. I'm like, yes, that's what we are doing. Yeah. We are not dieting. We are not. It's just hard because I feel like we don't have a lot of balance in our life. It's tough, man. We're, we're on the road. I mean, it's, road. it's work and it's the kids. And I feel like those are the priorities. And then after that, it's just there's not a lot of balance. No, there's not. And it's it's tough. But. We are doing better. And, oh, and we have some very exciting um, news coming up. Um, Raul Western Wear, we will be getting the Trevi um, shirts in very soon. Um, but in the meantime, go check out our website and all the cool shirts uh, that we already have available for you to buy. The shirts um, are beautiful. Yep. I'm so excited. So, um, so excited. When we went to the concert this weekend, someone was wearing a Raul Western Wear shirt. I think it's so cool when I see people wearing the clothes that, that I'm a part of. Yeah. And you know, they didn't even know. Yeah. Which by the way, the, the guy's name is, is, um, a uh, blue. And uh-huh. it was so funny. Cause he was like, so, um, so you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a comic. He's like, Oh yeah. Like, like, who do you, who do you open for? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, I don't, I don't really open for anybody. I go, I headline. He's like, Oh, that's cool. He's like, you're going to be doing a show like locally at a bar here that we can go see. And, <laughs> I go, well, I said, I'm doing the Tobin Center in San Antonio. He's like, the Tobin Center? Who are you opening for? And I'm like, I'm, I'm uh, not opening for anybody. I'm, I'm headlining. I'm, I go, actually, we added a show. He's like, you, you added a show? He's like, how big is the Tobin Center? And I go, I don't know. It's like 2,200 seats. He's like, and you're headlining? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm headlining. And then, so that, that conversation ended and then, and then, uh, he was like, you know, you're, you're like our, uh, I hear you're like our little local celebrity, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know? 
<laughs> and then the the box next to us just loses their shit. Right? Uh-huh. It is you, right? They want to take pictures and stuff, and then that that guy's like, "I gotta look you up, man." <laughs> so then he looks me up, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, I'm really sorry, man. You're like, you're like really good." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I do for a living, you know." But I always I, I always enjoy that, and and it always makes me, you know. And and Jeff at one point was like, "What the fuck, like." Why would he say that to you? And I'm like, I go, dude, I'm good, man. Like, it doesn't bother me, like one bit. Yeah, you know, I, I actually I enjoy it's, it. Yes, you know? it's fun. It's um, fun. Oh, and then I want to thank um, Eric Q, man. Eric Q was so sweet to us and my family. Yes. Um, our friend at Staunch Hats. Um, please go check them out. Oh, Those they make the coolest hats. Little cool. boys, if you have little boys too, best little boys hats. Oh yeah, because little boy hats are usually garbage. Yeah. And they do. Re- actually, I have one of um, Cohen's. In, um, I know his mama wrote his name on the inside of it because they are nice hats. They are good hats. You don't want your kid losing them. Yeah, you, you want, want them back. Them That's a good one. Um, but Garrett did do D bat camp with the D bat guys, and and he was just loving it. Baseball you know, camp. Baseball camp. But um, we gotta go. Yes, we have to go. We're, we we have to go. Like, no, literally, the guests left this morning, and I am packing this evening because we are leaving tomorrow. Oh, my God, but it takes you so long to pack. No, listen, it takes me a long time to pack because I'm packing for me and the kids, and I, like, lay everything out, and I pack it all together, and then, inevitably, I, like, then I edit. Then I pull stuff back out, and I'm like, oh, we don't really need this. Oh, we're not really going to wear that. That's but, like, on you. It's on you. Oh, this is what I want to talk about before. I know we're late, but okay. l- look, I, what, what I found really interesting this weekend or this week with other couples, uh-huh. and I know that this happens. Okay, you've been really sweet. Are you sure you want to say this? No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 do know, I do know that this happens, uh-huh. okay? Okay. Where people come up to me and they go, well... We love your act, but actually the things that Renee does, my husband does. And I'm like you, and my husband's like Renee. Uh-huh. Right? Renee, okay. He's Captain Evil in your stories. Yes. And I'm you. Uh-huh. Right? So the female is saying, I'm like you, Steve. Yeah, we've, we've and, heard that before. I've heard people have told me that before on the and, road. And, and I never really studied it, or I never really tried to pay attention. Uh-huh. Um, but this weekend, because we spent so much time with couples, you, I was, I was really paying attention to it. Uh-huh. Right. And really trying to see. So it was really funny to so see. So what does the male Captain Evil look like? Well, no, no, it's, or it's acts like, or what, what are the traits that you recognize in a male Captain Evil? Well, the, the, you know, I'm the fuck it guy. I'm the, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. I'm the, we'll figure it out guy. Yes. And you're the planet, a personality, we got to have, you know, snacks and meals and, you know, uh-huh. what's, what's the plan? Yes. So, you know, when, when you look at the other couples that we were with, you know, it was opposite. Roland, for example, is the plans, you know, and even Whitney would be like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Ask Roland. Roland's the one with the plan. Whitney's the fuck it. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, Monique is the fuck it, don't worry about it, we'll figure it out, let's have fun. Yeah. Pat is the, no, kids got to go to bed, we got to schedule. Nap time, right, yeah. Nap time, uh-huh. we're going to miss nap, kids are going to be disaster, right? Yeah. So it was just really fun to see for me that here, here I was watching couples yes. 
that the personality traits were maybe that's why you were so sweet to me because you like you saw other people i'm not the only weird creature captain evil i exist (laughs) other people are like that too well you know but it was funny because you know when i was asking whitney i was like well you know we're going to schlitterbahn tomorrow why don't y'all spend half the day with us she's like i don't know she's like roland's got it all figured out roland's roland's got the plan ask roland yeah. Right? And, and that's weird for me because I'm the one that's like, look, I don't know. You got to talk to Renee. <laughs> like Renee's the one that fucking has the plan. And if that plan doesn't go well, we're fucked. Right. <laughs> so Whitney, it was the one. Then Monique too. Monique was yeah. like, hey, well, I, I don't know what Pat wants to do. Yeah. You know, I think Pat wants to go home. I want to stay. I want to stay and party. Pat, yeah. wants to, Pat says we have a schedule. So it was just really cool to see the couples being opposite personalities from uh-huh. us. Yeah. Right. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that that makes Pat the Captain Evil. No, because we talked about that when you you and I had a moment in the kitchen and we were talking about like yin and yang because we're such opposites. And we do hang out with a lot of yin and yang couples as opposed to people who are really similar too. Well, but, but that's the big question that me and you have had. Yeah. Is would it be easier if we were more alike? Is it? Yeah. Is it easier if we're both the same? But yeah. I, I don't think it would be because I do need law and order. <laughs> right and you need to loosen the fuck up <laughs> yeah right so yeah. we compliment each other in the fact that hey steve it can't always be loosey-goosey fuck it right right and and for you it's like hey renee sometimes fuck it <laughs> yeah. right so yeah. i think that we compliment each other in the fact that we encourage each other to be better yeah. Right. You can't. No. Just... What did what did Mo? I think Monique said it's like two half normal humans make one, one normal human. One normal human <laughs> together. But but I know I think it I think because opposites attract, it's because we we do subconsciously like the traits of our partner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Subconsciously. I do like... I'd strive that, to be more right. loosey-goosey and less anxious. That would be the goal, sure. I also I also need to write... But, but sometimes I feel like on the opposite side of that, sometimes there are some instances where you are like so loosey-goosey or whatever you want to call it that it makes... It has the opposite effect on me. It makes me like more anxious and be like... We've got to be more by the book. I know, and me, and but and that that might have been early in our relationship. Maybe, no, but maybe I'm the same way where, where, I, where I'm like, you know... If, if you're too schedule, 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 I just, I explode and go, fuck, dude, chill the fuck out. Why don't we? So that's what I mean. I think that's why this weekend for us yeah. was so good is because we met in the middle, right? And you said, okay, I'm not going to be schedule, 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 yeah. right? I'm going to yeah. be a little more fuck it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, Renee, I'll help you with you. Yes. And then we, we, we. Okay. But can we both agree that 22 hours in a sprinter van is too much and seven days straight of guests is a lot too. Yes, it is a lot. And I appreciate you for that. And guess what I'm going to do for you? Girl, <laughs> girls trip in Nashville. It's coming up. Two weeks. Thanks for planning it, baby. You're welcome. I already called all your girlfriends. They're all meeting there. I'm going to go ahead and pay for everything. You just go and have a good time. But, but I do have to write a joke because every mom this weekend, uh-huh. y'all were having this conversation about uh, these kids always, mom, 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 mom. Why not dad? Why don't you go to your dad? Why don't you ask your dad? And it's like, well, you don't realize that if you want to run shit 
and you, you are the final answer, the kids have, they, they're conditioned to learn that. No, you're just, you're just MIA. You're like running around somewhere, out somewhere, and I'm there with them. No, that's not what happens, because they won't ask me, because they'll ask you, because they know that you run shit, you want oh, no, things your Garrett. way. Garrett plays it. Garrett will ask you for something, and then if he doesn't get the answer he wants, he'll come and ask me Yeah, well, we something. need to put a stop to that crap. But my point is that if you want to be the boss, don't be mad that you get all the questions. I don't want to be the boss. I just want to do it my way. That's being the boss. So don't 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 be the boss. And then when everybody comes to you for questions, right? Like I have dead plants outside right now. Dead ones. Where? Because you wanted to plant them by the chicken coop and it never got done. Cause no, no, they're over here on the side now. They're dead. No, my daddy planted them over here on the side. <laughs> Your daddy? Yes. And, and but, uh, but I can't plant them because... God forbid I plant them in the wrong place and then I'm digging another hole. Literally. So <laughs> digging another hole. <laughs> literally. Um, but my point is that What's it, your point? Is if you want to be the boss, uh-huh. don't be mad when you get all the questions. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, but all in all, wonderful weekend. Wonderful, wonderful weekend. I had a I had a, an amazing time. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Um, and then, you know, uh, just so I did have somebody go, Hey, you guys did not talk about Uvalde. Oh, you know what? I saw that comment too. And I didn't so, know how to address it. First of all, to be very clear, I do not get involved with politics. I don't, I, I do, however, care about humans. I care about people. I, um, I always try to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, me and, a, and another friend who has a business in Uvalde, uh, we're planning on doing something. Timing wasn't right. Couldn't figure it out. Uh, and now we're talking about, you know, and everybody raised money. You know, everybody raised money. Uh, a lot of my musician friends did benefit con- uh, concerts and raised money. Um, baseball players, celebrities were all giving money. Um, and one of the things that, that we thought about and, and we still might do and hopefully can do is I was like, man, I would like to go out there and just do a free comedy show. Completely free. Mm-hmm. Whoever wants to come, comes, right? And all we do is laugh. And all we do is do comedy. And we all, because again, I don't do politics. Yeah. And I don't want to hear, well, Steve, with your influence, look, I do a lot with my influence. I don't do politics, all right? But I do care about people. And I would like to do and healing and healing and using laughter um, to heal. Mm-hmm. So I would like to do a, a free concert out there. We are um, kicking it around, trying to figure out where and when to do it. And, and again, timing has to be right. You know, I, I can't just show up, you know, and go, "Hey, it's time to laugh." Well, it, things have to. Yeah, things have to be at the right time. There's also a community that's grieving, and how do you how do you handle right. that, and when do you handle that, and um, and, and ultimately, um, when it comes to uh, politics, I have my own politics. I have my own politics where I want to do the right things, and I care about human beings, and I obviously back our military, our police, our first responders, because I think that that's important, and those are really good people in our communities. So with that being said, hopefully we can do a free concert uh, stand-up show out there to make people laugh and bring a little joy 
to a community that has been hurting and grieving. Yeah. Um, but we love them and they are in my prayers. We think about them all the time because they are, they are literally in our backyard. Um, with that being said, uh, we love you guys. Please, please continue to support um, Steve and his Captain Evil. And again, this is a podcast about life and family, raising kids, yeah. fighting through a marriage, surviving a marriage <laughs> with two people who should not be together. <laughs> But I, I didn't compliment you today. I like this Black Widow look you got going oh, on. Oh, Black Widow. Thank you. You look beautiful. I know you and I match today. Look Do at we? us both in our black sleeveless. Our black tank top. Uh-huh. Just doing it up because it's fucking a thousand degrees. It's so hot. Um, we love you guys. Uh, enjoy your summer. My favorite time of the year is summer, as you can tell by my tan. It's already um, like going to be halfway over. Dude, the other day they were like, Kinsley was doing something and she was like, Seven, four. I was like, oh my God, dude, half the year's gone. Half the year's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yep. And you, you and Rebecca better start planning Delilah's second birthday. Mm. You have to start doing it because I don't want last minute shit, dude. It okay. is her big birthday party. We love you guys. We're, we're, we're having conversations offline. Please follow, tag, subscribe, and check us out. Thank you. Later.